Prosecco, everyone. This is Brittany Bonaparte from GG Podcast. And I'm Gahan Wilkes Perkins from the GG Podcast. Yeah, we're both from GG Podcast. Yep. And we're both producers at Aquazesna TV. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Yep. And today we have a lot of scary stories, um, many of which uh, I think all of these ones are from the Facebook Scary Stories page, right? Actually, I got one from our Instagram, someone sent in a story, and then another one to our Twitter. Oh, cool. So we got two DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, once again, guys, just send it. Just send it. Just send it, bud. DM, Twitter, like even add us your story, even if it's like not even in the character limit, just start off with something, you know? Yeah. Or uh, send us photos, send us anything. We would like to tell your stories, and we also put, like, cool sound effects behind it sometimes, you know? Yeah. We bring up the production quality. Yeah, follow us on our Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I noticed. Uh, we have started our social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, um, and it's really cool to see some of the comments that we get and just some of the interaction. Um, who was someone that was kind of famous that retweeted us? Oh my god, I kind of fangirled a little bit over this one. Um, I took a screenshot and sent it right over to my co-host, Brittany Bonaparte, because Dio Horn, a famous Gahnawage actress, liked and shared something from the Gigi podcast. Yeah, well, it was like losing her shit. Yeah, and she followed us and like retweeted a couple of our things and I pretty much passed away. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. And she um has a really great podcast too, right? Yeah, she has two. She's on two of them. Uh, one of them is hers, Coffee with My Ma, and then the other one, <laughs> it's like something to do with ghosts. Oh, oh, cool! So we're both like yeah, it's like my spooky friend. Let me let me look it up real quick <laughs> my before I just friend. like eat shit. But um, what was the first one? Coffee with my mom. So coffee with my mom is like just her talking with her mom about stories and stuff, right? And ghost BFF. Ghost BFF. I was close. <laughs> cool. I haven't listened to that yet. Me neither, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna now knowing that we're kind of oh, on the same like same wave here, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I fangirled a little bit too because I I listened to a few of her podcast episodes of Coffee with My Mom, and then I met her mom. And I got to work with her sister, Gahanda. Wow. So I, I, I definitely fangirled when I met their mom. And Gahanda was like, all right, chill. Like, you're the mom. <laughs> yeah. You're the mom from that podcast. You are the mama. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, we... Dio, for uh, retweeting our stuff. Yeah, and please keep liking our stuff. Like, give us just a like even. But I think my favorite thing is when you guys like comment. We got a comment on Twitter where um, my friend Noah was like, Wow, Bones, I really like your podcast, but I'm just, it's like, I, I never heard you speak like, you're so well-spoken. You're so <laughs> articulate. <laughs> and like, normally I would be offended if it was someone who didn't know me, but I've I've known this guy for like a decade now, and he knows how I talk, and that every time we've ever hung out with him, um, or I've ever hung out with him, I was drunk, so <laughs> you can imagine why he thinks I'm so... <laughs> So wow. well spoken. You speak very clearly on your podcast. <laughs> you don't. You haven't slurred one bit. <laughs> and I really do try to speak clearly on this because me too. We both we can have like really good mumbling. 
sessions, you know, like, like half the time, I don't speak English, like, we speak broken English, like very broken, like Like baby broken English. Yeah, it's like two, three words, my laptop, (laughs) my laptop, who that? That's it. That's all we say. All right. Are you ready for the first story? I'm real ready. Who gonna do it? <laughs> um, I put our initials next to the <laughs> names. I don't read. <laughs> it's okay, girl. All right. So moving on to story number one. This one is from uh, the person who submitted their story to our Instagram. <gasps> gg podcast this is the instagram yes cool awesome okay so here we go from shay i live on the island near the bridge the other night a little after 1 a.m i looked outside to see if my neighbor was home i feel safer when they're around i saw some kind of weird creature like i just instantly knew that it wasn't human or animal you know it was walking on four legs but the limbs were really long and its body was hunched It was black, but it had a white face. It kind of reminded me of a huge-ass cat or something, and you know when cats get scared, they run and stop and look at you, and then they keep doing that? This thing was doing that. Each time its white face looked at me, it would stare a little longer. What the hell? You have a cat, so you know exactly what she's talking about, right? Like, Like they're, like, when they run, when they're playing? Like, when they, like, hop around. Yeah, and then they, like, somehow, like, run sideways yes. with their backs arched. Yes, because they're they're scared of something. So this thing is getting scared of her watching it. <laughs> so is it, like, a... It is a big-ass cat. Is it just a sketched-out cat? It's probably just but a big cat. In the beginning, it, she says, I instantly knew that it wasn't a human or an animal. Pro- well, this is so similar to what uh, happened to me, you know, like, with yeah. the weird animal sightings. Yeah. It could just be a really, like, menacingly rabid animal, you know? Mountain lion. Could be. Meow. That was a sad, a sad meow. Did you, is it finished? No. Oh, okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Then I was squinting, trying to look closer, but it turned its whole body towards me. Mm -mm. I quickly closed the curtain and ran to my room and stayed up until five in the morning because I couldn't sleep. And I know you're not supposed to look outside at night, and I guarantee I never will again. Upside down smile emoji. <laughs> you know? Like, great. <laughs> I saw something terrifying. <laughs> um, Shay, I'm sorry you saw that. Yeah, that's scary. Like, And it, it kind of sounds like she lives alone. Like, that's a scary thing to experience when you're alone, because she was looking outside only to see if her neighbors were home because she said that's when she feels safest that's so sad no you need i think shay needs to get like some type of weapon or something you know like or a bird you what's a bird gonna do cacal is scared (laughs) away i think you meant protect her or something to be her friend and stuff yeah peg its eyes out it does birds can do that but she should get a weapon or, like, because it sounds really sketchy where she lives, you know? But I've seen stuff at night, animals around here, and they do not look like animals right away. I don't know if it's the shadows playing on her face, I mean, on their body, you know, and their lights. We've already talked about this before. Yeah. So you kind of shared a story on Akuzasne's Scary Stories page real quick, right oh, before this, right? I did, yeah. Um, 
And it was pretty similar to this story. It was, yeah, we both saw really disgusting things at night. I pretended that I didn't see it, kind of. I was just disgusted by it. If you guys want to check out the story, it's on the Ugly Lesson Scary Stories Facebook page. You can search my name, and that's where you'll see my girl's story about an ugly-ass dog. What intrigued me a little bit is that you saw it in your low beams, but as soon as you flicked on your high beams, it was gone. Yeah, that's what, that, that was the scariest part. I was on the road, and I saw an animal. Do I sum this up, or do I say it with, like, can I sum it up? Yeah. Okay. And I saw this animal on the road, and my low beams were on. And I thought, like, I wasn't even thinking about my high beams, you know, because I saw something so messed up. And then it ran out into the road. And as soon as it reached, like, you know how you have the light, you know, you can see, you have your field of view. Mm-hmm. As soon as I left it, I, like, blasted on my high beams, and I didn't see it. It just disappeared. I don't know where it went. I looked all over the place. <laughs> You're getting assaulted by your pop filter. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you for um, submitting that, Shay, right? Yeah, Shay. She was our first story submissioner, so I mean, submitter. Yes, dude. Thank you. Thank you so much. We totally appreciate it. Like, I wish I had seen that little notification that said a DM, and mm-hmm. I would have been, like, so happy. I, yeah, I replied, like, almost right away because hmm. I was really excited. So thank you so much for that. Shout out to Shay. Um, we would give you your... Do we want to give people's ads when they submit? If they want or... I don't know. Maybe people should let us know if they're comfortable with that. Because we're only using first names. But it's kind of funny because supposedly like we're... Like our Ganya Geha names, we're only supposed to have one Gahandwaks in existence. But I know there's another Gahandwaks out there. Really? Yeah. Where? And she was actually named Gahandox in the Longhouse. Where? Here? Mm-hmm. In Akwazasna? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Have you Googled, like, Facebooked it? No. Better not. Mm. Don't no. want to fight her. Yeah. <laughs> I was named in the Longhouse my Apache name. Not not Gahandox. Gahandox was given to me by my great-grandmother. What's your Apache name? It's, uh... Hmm... <laughs> Tell me. I don't really want really to say it because it just sounds a little rough. Uh, probably not. From as me, r- coming from me, it sounds rough, but it's, I don't know. It's like, my mm. I know my sister's sounds like tough nacho, but it's not. It's tough <laughs> nacho. <laughs> and mine is bietch eche. Whoa. Yes. So mm. that's my Apache name. Can you say that again? Bietch eche. Whoa. It's like weird things on the side of your mouth, like you have to do with your tongue. Really? Yeah, like just to be like. <laughs> What's cool about? And it's uncomfortable for me because I'm not used to that. Like I grew up speaking Ganyageha, so like we don't really do that with our mouths. So it just like threw me off when I heard that that was my name, and I'm like, how the f- am I gonna say that? <laughs> I think that's so cool because like with Ganyageha, you kind of just speak the same syllable syllables or not syllables. It's but, the like, same kind of tongue movement. Yeah. It's- as uh, English language, it's that almost sounds like it's kind of like, like the same movements as German or something, you know? Yeah. So that's really interesting. Thanks I'm, for sharing. I am actually German too. Shut the f- up. I bro. am, yeah, but I don't know if I'm the good or the bad kind. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I don't want to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's hope you're the good kind. <laughs> 
Hmm. All right. So we have another. This one was submitted also as a DM. Your okay. next story. All right. Cool. Really? We yeah. had two of them? Yeah. All right. So our next story. Also a, a DM. If you guys can go to um, at GG Podcast on Instagram and you guys can just DM us your your stories, please. And on Twitter. And on Twitter. Please. All right. Let's start this off. It's by Sarah. Me and Maria were walking up the road. I was on my way back. I was on my way to get into a fight with somebody. Holy. She's ready to fight. <laughs> I love this. I like, like that you're just shocked by that part. Holy, she's ready to fight. <laughs> I know, but she like wastes no goddamn time saying like. No, I'm she's not gonna tell the story. Yeah, I'm not ready to tell you why I'm getting in this fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the scary story. Yep. Screaming on the phone, yelling, and it was really dark out. So she's walking up on the phone. She must be, like, bitching at this person. Like, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, I'm on my way to beat you up. I'm literally walking (laughs) on the road to beat you up. Yep. (laughs) I was walking up towards big boys, and we didn't make it up the hill yet. I was hearing little sounds next to me, but I was yelling into the phone. So I wasn't paying attention. I noticed Maria kept walking closer to the opposite side of the road, and I was walking next to the ditch and all the trees. I had the phone in that ear, so I couldn't really hear, nor was I paying attention. Anyways, finally, I heard one big snap. Maria took off running, and I slowly turned and looked over towards the trees in the ditch. Maybe about four feet from me was this tall, faceless, completely gray, maybe white thing. I stared at the feet, and my eyes went up towards the head, and I noticed it had no face. I heard a low humming sound and it was rocking back and forth, swaying with the trees. Almost looking down at me, like the head was tilted down at me so the face was towards me. I paused and remember faintly hearing the yelling on the phone as I lowered my phone. I just froze there. I couldn't move. I was so scared. And then I snapped out of it a few seconds later. I don't know how long. I was just... (laughs) I heard it. I I don't know how long. (laughs) I was just standing there. Well, I also just read the next line below it, and I'm, like, dying. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. I don't know how long I was just standing there, because I heard Maria yell, Run, bitch, run! (laughs) (laughs) It was a low, deep humming sound. And then I started running, and I was so scared that it was following me. I was screaming, wait for me, wait for me, screaming and crying. We were both crying. Neither of us were drunk or high. But I do think that I was harboring a lot of negative energy that night, and maybe I attracted it. We made it to the top of the hill where there was a little bit more light in front of a house party that was happening across from Big Boys. We were screaming in the middle of the road, crying, holding each other, scared to move. What the f*** was that? And every other sound, and every other sound, we just dropped to the ground, scared, like we were so shook with fear. People came out onto the porch at the house party, watching us. Probably thought we were on something. It was probably ten to feet. 10 to 15 feet tall. It wasn't skinny. It was thick. <laughs> like it's like dangerously curvy and vivacious. Like like a, smack a, at the bum. It's a real sexy figure. <laughs> it was thick. No, I think he mean, she means like if, when I imagine like a male thickness or like a not male. She doesn't. How do we think? Why do I think it's a man doing this? I always think it's men. Yeah, anyway. No, there, yeah, there's no. It's genderless and faceless. Yeah, so I think genderless and faceless and it being thick would probably look like Michael Myers. He seemed thick, you know, and he yeah. was a 
fucking tall. Childbearing hips. And it was thick, like stocky. It was very, very pale, like almost white, almost clay color, almost clay-like color. And then the time I took looking up at it, mind you, I'm 4'11", lol. Girl, <laughs> I'm 5'1", so I know the feeling. <laughs> it had no face, and its head was egg-shaped. Ew. Egg-shaped head? <laughs> That's creepy enough. That's almost alien, but upside down, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It, like, teardrop. Yep. But, like, an egg. <laughs> We were real good at description. Yeah. It was very pale, like almost white, almost clay-like color. But this was long before the Slender Man story came out. So when it did come out and I heard the description of it a few years later, I was so excited because I was like, oh my God, other people saw it. But then I heard it's real skinny and wears a suit and it was just a fake story from some from Creepypasta. And I'm like, boo. <laughs> I stand by this story. I would willingly take a polygraph. This thing happened and I definitely saw this thing and I don't care who believes me. It was the most terrifying but incredible thing I've ever seen. You know what? I love that that like last part. She's just like, I saw what I saw, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't need you to believe me. I got the shit scared out of me. Like, I don't need to validate, to Test feel me. validated. <laughs> like, deep down inside, I know what I saw. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel whenever I see just unexplainable things. Like, I don't care if you believe me. Yeah. I know what I went through. Mm-hmm. I know what I saw. And then she says it was most terrifying, but... Incredible. <clears throat> incredible. I like that, too, because when I see a spooky thing, I'm not really scared. I'm not scared. Like, obviously, I'm like... <gasps> but I'm, like, more like, what am I looking at? How is this explained? Mm-hmm. So it's more... Like, how can I explain this away? Like, and is it like, a draft? Is this thing casting a shadow and it's not really moving like yeah what up um i would definitely be one of those people you know how in like in the movies they see like the aliens landing on earth and you see some of those hippies out there like take me take me take me away from earth that's what i would be like you know save me like pretty much save me but i'm also interested in being like can i check out your place can Mm -hmm. i come by you know what's what's this thing's horsepower at (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to know. Let's check out what's under the hood. <laughs> what, let's check out that quantum carburetor. <laughs> the flux capacitor. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was wild. Thank you for DMing your story to us. No, I loved it. I just like, I like that. She didn't care that she put in, like, F-bombs and stuff. She was just, like, telling it, like... She met us somewhere and yeah. was our friend, you know. Um, yes. So we were told not to say the F-bomb, so those F-bombs might be bleeped out. Yeah, probably, most likely. Yes. I think it'll still sound fine, though. Yeah. All right, so moving on to another story. This one is from the Akuzasna Scary Stories page from Zane. A few years ago, we saw a little girl walking the road a little past Square's Corner on the island at about 2 a.m. Didn't really think anything of her, except it was just weird that a girl that looked maybe seven years old was walking by herself that late at night. As we were driving towards her, maybe about 50 feet away, she looked back at us and dropped on her hands and knees like a dog and sprinted into the woods on her hands and knees. I repeat, 
on her hands and knees. Ew. Yes, like a dog. Seven-year-old, seven-year-old girl. I would do that to creep someone out. I know, right? <laughs> Like, I'm like, mm, seven-year-olds are kind of weird, yeah. you know? I used to run like that sometimes to freak out my siblings. <laughs> like a horse girl? <laughs> yeah. That would freak me out, too. Yeah. I'd be like, look, I'm a werewolf, and I'd jump down and go out and be like, ah. <laughs> Kick me in the face. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> go on, get. <laughs> you mean old thing? She sprinted into the woods on her hands and knees. She ran on her hands and knees, like, as fast as a dog could run. That part is terrifying. Yeah. My little ass couldn't do that. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I'm no trying to... No matter how hard I tried. I'm trying to imagine it right now, like, hands and knees, like... <laughs> you would severely scrape your knees and, and, like, mess up your hands from that. Yeah, especially on the island, that tough gravel on the side of the road. Yeah, I always... It's rough on the island there. Yeah, it is. That island <laughs> gravel. <laughs> Nothing to mess with. No. <laughs> okay. On the right-hand side, there's a small old abandoned house thing. That's where she ran towards. I've heard... I've heard that little girl has been spotted near Square's Corners a few times. I remember when I was a kid, my elementary teacher telling us people's duddas from a real long time ago always saw creepy stuff on the west end of the island on Square's Corner. Where's Square's Corner? I have no idea. Is that where those, like, reflecting turn lights are and you have to take that kind of sharp turn? Where it's, like, kind of a sudden sharp turn? When you take a left? Going to island? Wait, West End. I don't know where Square's Corner is, so... I don't know where that is either. So someone tell us. Um, And if anyone else has any more stories like that, let us know because he says that other people heard it too. And you know what's so strange about this story is that um <clears throat> when he says that he he saw a person seven years old that's outside um they shouldn't be out there right yeah like a little girl walking and like how did he know it was a little girl was was there like long hair was she wearing a dress like i mean you could probably definitely just tell when someone's a toddler you know hmm. i mean I, it's just funny that he brings that up because i recently just had um i was driving down Frogtown. And I drove by this house, and it was when it was raining uh, maybe a day or two ago. It was pouring. It was cold as hell. And I hated it because um, we had to, like, uh, pick up packages for someone. And we had to go out into the... And it was just rough to be outside. It, it wasn't fun. And we were driving. It was pitch black out. But then I drove by this house, one of the older houses on Frogtown. And there was this, these two older... Uh, people standing outside their house just standing there and it was like they're an elderly couple it was a woman and a man and they were standing in a, in a part of their yard where it didn't make sense to stand they weren't near their porch they weren't by their walkway they were just standing motionless and it was pouring it was pouring rain they didn't have a flashlight they were like near underneath their window standing underneath a window and i had drove by it and i just looked and i could not stop and it was just like, what is this old couple doing outside? Like, what the hell? Do they need help? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I'm like, do they need help? Like, but they were just in their own yard. Like, but it was just strange to see um, people in a spot where they shouldn't be normally, you know? So I can totally understand why this guy feels like weirded out to see a little girl. Yeah. 
and then watch it drop on all four (laughs) and (laughs) run like a dog. Yeah. Did those old people do that? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) My story was scary, okay? That's still scary, yeah. It scared the shit out of me. Because it's like, what are they doing? That's what I asked you. It's pouring. I'm like, Chanel, did you see that? Those, what are they okay? Do they have like issues? Like, did they look like they were in distress? No, they were just stand- that's what's weird. They were just standing there, like, just no distress. It was creepiest shit I've seen in Frogtown, by the way. Just mm. name dropping Frogtown and how creepy I think it is. But Zane, no, I'm sorry. I, my, <laughs> my story does not equal seeing a girl drop down on all fours and just take off running like a dog. Either way, it's still very concerning. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm like all the stories about animals we see at night. So many, so many that we found, and it's it's kind of. I don't know. I'm gonna get like a floodlight, like the ones that you take out hunting or whatever mm-hmm. or fishing. I have a really good flashlight. It has like three settings: regular, super bright, and then it's got like the flash one to like nauseate someone in case you're being attacked. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we should just get a video one night, like, put a camera, mount it on the side of a car with a giant floodlight, and just go down the creepiest roads and just see if we can catch anything on the... Ew. ...on footage. All right. I'll bring my flashlight. You drive. Okay. (laughs) Also, that was a disgusting story, Zane. Mm. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you. All right. Up next is um, Norman... This one's a doozy. Um, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit long, and he kind of tells two stories in it, but it's okay. We'll read it, but it all like pretty much amounts to some points I want to make later. Okay. My ditto Hattie, who married Joe, they mentioned last names because like that's just the way it is around here. I'm the son of blah 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 and blah blah blah. You know. When you're introducing yourself. Isn't that funny that we do that here? Just so everyone knows who you are and what family you come from. It's mostly for the elders' news, you know? That's yeah. like they get a better idea of who you are. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> um, my daughter Hattie and Joe, who married Joe, told me a story when she was young. They had a farm in Sugarbush and still lived in a log cabin with a dirt floor and a stone fireplace. Her two brothers and two sisters were still home. Her two older siblings had moved out already. Her mom and dad had gone for a wagon ride somewhere and had to stay overnight. I'm thinking they must have went to Bombay or further to stay overnight. She said they had finished the barn chores and cleaned up after supper. Her brother and Jake, her brother Jake and Abe were outside in the dark making noises trying to scare the sisters, daring each other to do things. Someone noticed a light at the edge of the hayfield along the wooded area south of the cabin. They watched, and she thought it was someone with a lantern wa- lantern walking back and forth. It's got to be a little unsettling. <clears throat> yeah, like, what, and that's their property, you know? Hayfield, like a whole field, that is their property. There should be nobody there. Yeah, why would someone be walking around inspecting your property with a lantern? I know, like, get out of here. They walked up closer to see who it was. Then they noticed there was no one but a burning ball drifting over the hayfield. She called it Ohtunkwa, a flame. They ran back to the cabin and watched it. Jake and Abe said they heard that if you make noises and wear your jacket inside out, it would look for you. What a thing to say. (laughs) How'd they find that out? So they walked up towards it making noises and waving their arms. I think they were just trying to scare her. 
as they got scare cl- them. <laughs> as they got closer to it, it got brighter and larger and then began moving towards them. Jake and Abe ran back to the cabin and the Odukwa was chasing them. Maidura and her sisters ran inside and slammed the door. Jake and Abe crashed into the door, screaming to open the door. They ran the door and fell inside. They grabbed the door and forced it back up and held it in place. So they just crashed through. <laughs> and like, like in the picked, movies. <laughs> yeah, picked up the door. It's like almost like a cartoon, huh? Mm-hmm. She said that they could see a bright light outside the door through the cracks and spaces between the logs. She said it was around the house all night. That's creepy. As the sun came out, they slowly looked outside and the Otunko was gone. Jake and Abe went out to look for it. They saw some burn marks on the ground and on the log cabin. Whatever it was, it must have been angry. Her mom and dad arrived and were told of what happened. Her father yelled at them. He said, it could have burned you and the cabin. Then he asked if the color of it was yellow. They said it was red, then turned white. Her dad said if it was blue or white in the field, they are the mean ones. Red otunquas mean must be young or babies. So red or white, so it depends on the color of the flames. Why is it, why is it like that? Blue or white, those are like, when you're looking through, um, you know those like, uh, thermo, what are they, thermo cameras? Oh, yeah. Um, The hottest temperature is usually blue or white, I think. Yeah. Yeah, th- those are the hottest temperatures, so that's probably why he's like, those are the mean ones. Because I think, <gasps> oh, yeah, those, wow. those are like the, te- I- I'm thinking temperature-wise, you know, like, because I'm trying to see it like through a scientific view. That makes sense. But I also thought of another thing. The story isn't over, by the way. We're just like, um, when I was reading the witchcraft uh pdf file that i found and some guy wrote it on the um our people and like he seemed like a white guy he didn't really know what he was talking about yeah but um he did say like uh that people would often see floating um fires at night and they would go disappear in and out but i think what it is is that like um they're witches who either have torches or they have like actual fires you know And, like, the torches, they would walk around with it or something. And I'm also thinking, like, if we're thinking of witches, you know how they throw stuff in the fire and it changes color or something? Lightning bolt. Like, like casting casting spells, you know? Like throwing a handful of dusty copper and a fire will turn it green. I didn't have no clue that could happen, but that's cool. So, like... I just thought maybe it could be that, but I like your, your, uh, makes more sense. My temperature theory. What do you think they have, like, wicked hot fire powers, or? I mean, it could also be, like, a phenomenon they call ball lightning. Really? Yeah, <laughs> have you ever heard of that? Mm, is it, like, an actual, just, uh... Because in, like, some, uh, alien, like, f- um, corn crop, or what do they call that, crop circles? Yep. They always say that farmers see a light in their cornfield, like going around, and then and then scientists are like, you know, that could be a little thing called ball lightning, <laughs> and then they make them sound real dumb. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, it also could have been aliens. You, you don't know. 
could could be a flashlight and people out there making these crop circles themselves, you know? It could be anything. It could be a little thing called an LED lamp. <laughs> it could be that too. But the way that Not back then though. No. Okay, Norman is the way he is talking sounds like he is from It was back back then. <laughs> not saying like you're elderly or anything, Norman, but just saying like he says A lot of things have fo- changed. Dirt floor and like um other things that so this was quite a bit of a bit ago. I'm gonna keep going though. Okay. <clears throat> so we find out that blue or white must be younger babies. My daughter Joe Mitchell then told me of a time he was coming home after midnight from a dance where he used to play guitar. He saw a yellow light in the cut hayfield going going towards a big hay pile. He said this guy with the lantern is going to sleep next to the hay pile and fell asleep and burned the hay. <laughs> He went to the hay pile and walked around it a few times and could not find the guy with the lantern. Oh my god, was he in it? Then he thought of my Duda story and said he must have saw the yellow dunkwa. I saw a bluish white light one winter. I thought it was a snowmobile coming back from the trapper's cabin at Pike Creek. But this light was going east and going west too quickly. And then it would go up almost to the treetops and back to the marsh. Holy. So that's some alien stuff right there. That's very fast getting some air doing some parkour stuff in the trees it was just having a great time gotta get that parkour it was bright like a halogen spotlight we used at the time it kept moving along and went south around the edge of bitten island and headed south towards pike creek i could see the light through the tree trunks then it disappeared i remember my data story and did not chance it to chase it good thinking For real. After when I, after that, when I was working in the ambulance, I asked the elders if they ever saw the Otunquas. Otunquas. Everyone said they knew of someone who experienced it. So I wonder if it, it is marsh gas, ball lightning, or aliens, or spirits keeping watch on us. Marsh gas? Yeah, um, marshes can have, like, I guess gases. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, you know how, like, you see, like, in some movies, like, the bubbling on a marsh. Yeah. Because I guess there's gas in it. Natural gas is being released. Yeah. But also, like, where would it get the light from, though? Or, like, the flame to ignite whatever flammable substance is in that gas. Right. Like, maybe which is, like, fireball. Some of them, the Sny Marsh uh, catches fire every year. But that's because people go out there and, like, light it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, I don't know, maybe it's just some jerk out there, you know. But who reaches up to the treetops? I you wonder what could be out at night as a light rushing all over the place and going up to the treetops. I don't really have any other explanation because ball lightning, I don't think, moves that erratically. I don't think... Um, it either moves in, like, a linear path or... I don't know. Um, There's some comments to this story. Susan says, sounds like old school witches to me. I was told about a ball of fire bouncing on a fence line. Hmm. Um, Stephen also left a comment. I seen something very similar on the river when we got that heavy fog. You couldn't see Yellow Island from Sly by Chico's Marina. I had to pick up a friend on on the island. And on the way, and on the way I could navigate what looked like certain, like what looked like Curtains of fog by middle of yellow, now between Yellow Island and St. Regis Island. 
I seen a blue light bounce twice as if hitting waves, then flat out shoot towards Yellow Island. After seeing this, I stopped the boat and flashed all over with my flashlight as to not hit each other, thinking it was another boat. Then I shut my motor off and listened to see if it was a boat or sea and could not hear anything. There was no wig, no sound, just the light that was gone now, and silence. A bit freaked out, I stayed and listened for a bit and heard nothing, so I carried on and picked up my friend and brought him home to tell of the new story. After I stopped and visited Danielle, um, I think that's just uh, his relative or something, and she informed me of an accident that happened moments ago before I got back. I laid tobacco on that river that night and thanked whatever that was for slowing me down. Dang. So. That's kind of cool, though. He's He thinks that protected him? Well, yeah, like some kind of warning, like, hey, man, you got to slow down. Be more aware of your surroundings. Hmm, it was a good light, right? Yeah, that's how he took it if he thanked whoever it was and put out tobacco. Hmm. This light was blue, though, which the other story said was the most evil, most sinister, right? Yeah, he yeah he said white or blue. Mm. Well, maybe they're all different, you know? Stanley says, Duda Mike talked of them on St. Lawrence. They would see white ones while night spearing. It's weird. I guess it's on the river a lot too. Hmm. Um, Shirley says I've seen I've seen this ball of fire when I was young, dancing on top of an old barn down the hill from my dad's. It was orange and red. Aw, then that one must be a youngin, a little baby. <laughs> wow. And this is from Tania or Tanya. When I was a child, I was playing in my room. It was about 11-ish, and I noticed a light outside my window, so I looked out and seen a white glowing ball bouncing on the trees behind my house. I wasn't scared, just curious as to what it was. LOL. I kind of wanted to follow it. LOL. So next morning, I tell my grandma, she said, Ooh, it was a witch, and she was watching you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't want no witch watching me. That's it was scary. <laughs> it was a witch, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Man, I have, I've only seen a couple of crazy lights around here. Nothing, nothing like, I, I think I already told about my scary light story, UFO one. You did? Yeah, I did. I was just yeah. saying it was a light and it moved around in the sky, oh, shot yeah. out real fast. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain things like that. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Whatever. I'm getting cheese fries. <laughs> um, th- And this was like a super, super short post on the Alquisesna Scary Stories page that I kind of want to throw out there just to see if anyone has any stories from Mohawk School. This guy says, wait, his name is Degawilagwa. There's no stresses or anything, so I don't know how to read it, Degawilagwa. Anyone else see this little girl in the bathroom near the locker room at Mohawk School? Have you ever heard anything at Mohawk School? Oh my god, so many things. Like what? I went to school at Mohawk School, and, like, that's all we talk about is how scary it was. Um, it was a church, right? Mm-hmm. And it was right next to a church. And the architecture, when you're in it, is very much like a church, especially in the older wing, um, the wing that's more closest to the street that has the bathrooms there, the creepy bathrooms. Um, they still had, like, the tiling of church floors and stuff. But they always talked about how, like, there was, uh, not priests, uh, nuns that were seen in the bathrooms and stuff. 
Ew. Nuns, and they would talk about, like, oh, there's someone hung themselves in here. <laughs> you know? Like, I heard that. And I don't know how true this is, because we're all just little kids, you know? Just yeah. making shit up, you know? That's scary. I mean, when I went there and played basketball when I was a kid, I never got any creepy vibes until someone started talking about seeing things in the bathrooms and stuff. And I was like, I'm out. Oh, no. It was scary because... When I was little, I used to stay at, at Latchkey once in a while when my parents forgot about me. <laughs> but um, they... That's what I love about you, all your sad stories. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and it was scary because it was like during the winter, so it was already pitch black out and I had to go back to my teacher's office for something. I can't remember. But I had to walk by that stupid wing where it was known to be haunted. And like that was probably the most scared I've ever been as a child. Do you just, like, purposely give yourself tunnel vision to not see stuff in the corner of your eyes? No, I just walk really fast, like you speed walk. Yeah. Just ripping. But, you know, you're not allowed to run in school. Stupid, right? We have to run from these ghost nuns at Mohawk School. There's a reason to run in them halls. Yeah. And that's something I want to learn. I like that you added that at the end because maybe we can do, like... Like a segment on Mohawk School. It's so incredibly haunted. Or all the haunted schools here. I think pretty much all the schools around here are haunted. I've heard something about every school. Yeah, I've heard something about Snai School. I've been there. I went to school there and all the kids talked about the ghosts and stuff. Ganadigo School, Salmon even. And the kids only talk about this stuff because their parents have experienced something there you know yeah very true and that's scary in itself yeah so please anyone if you have a story write it out share it with us we'd like to share it and actually i prefer stories that are short but if they're slow burns like some like but they have, like, such a payoff ending. Those are so good, you know? Or, like, plot twists. Mm-hmm. So be creative. Maybe even stretch the truth a little bit to make it interesting. <laughs> no, don't tell people that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No stretching nothing. <clears throat> so, um, any anyone have stories about Mohawk School or attending it and letting, letting us know some of the stories that you've heard or experienced yourself? That would be nice. Social media. Yeah, social Let's tell media. them about the social meds. Social meds. Okay. Instagram, GG Podcast. Twitter, GG Podcast. Website, com slash slash GG. And SoundCloud, also the GG Podcast. Yes. Or you can submit your stories by... And after you're done following us on social media, you can submit your stories... Via via email, mm-hmm. uh, ggpodcast at gmail.com, ggpodcast at gmail.com, mm-hmm. or our webpage submissions tab, com slash gg slash story submissions. <laughs> Just go to com slash gg and you'll see the submit yes. your story tab. Yeah, there's a bunch of other tabs on there. Yeah, but we want you to click on the story submission tab. Because that's where you can submit your stories. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's um. It's getting dark out now, guys, and I'm scared to drive home. So, have a good night. Bye.